Light FM, all time favorites with the light breakfast with Asha and Non. Real lives, real people, and real conversations. So, how do we know what we don't know? And if we don't know, how do we even talk about it? I'm, of course, talking about that talk, the birds and the bees one we are all supposed to have with our kids.、Uh, the one, actually, I think most of us never had from our parents. Yeah, it's that topic that was agony at school and almost every kid squirming in their seat, not wanting to pay attention,、mm. uh, with the information being more about basic biology than things like、yeah. consent, sexual health, or even how to protect yourself. Which is why we decided to have a talk with a few parents we know on. How they did it and how it turned out. Joining us today is Sabrina, mom to our fellow colleague and good friend Harry. So, Sabrina, being a, a, a friend's mom here, we thought that we would ask you about your conversation with your now adult kid.、Um, of course, you had this conversation many years ago with her about sexual health. So, how did that conversation go? All right.、Um, how do I go about this? I had this conversation. Um, 16 years ago,、um, and at that point in time, my son was about、uh, 16 years old. I'm going to put a disclaimer here. I do not encourage premarital sex, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? But I also believe that as、um, they grow up、um, from、uh, being a teenager into the early adulthood, there are a lot of exploring. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things、um, that、uh, we are exposed to, like、uh, the internet, the people around. I- I'm, I'm totally afraid for my children, to be honest. Right. right. All right. So、um, I, started <laughs> I started my conversation very young, when he was 16. I do not want him to go into an area where one day I would not be very happy about because. Well, we live in a community and we have,、um, um, how do I go about that? Faith value?、Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, values and, also, and. Yeah, believe.、Mm-hmm. Like what I said earlier, I do not believe in premarital sex, but、mm-hmm. I would like to encourage my children or to inform my children or to tell my children about the birds and the bees. And I started early lah, for him at, at the age of 16. Okay, Sabrina, did, you, did your parents have the same conversation with you, or was this a brand new thing you having to have this conversation with your son?、Um, well, I come from a family of two girls.、Um, we never had this kind of conversation uh, because um, I think at that point in time when I was growing up, things were more different. Things、mm, are not、actually. as exposed as.、Uh, People are now. You can get information on the internet. You can, with the internet, you can go into YouTube. You know, you have funny, funny、uh, porn websites. Yeah.、Right? So I started him at the age of 16 and I sat down and told him about. I told my husband, sorry, I told my husband first. I said, Are you going to talk to your children about sex? He said, Hey, no, lad, crazy are you? <laughs> so he, then I decided that I said, Someone has got to do it. These boys are growing up and they're growing up fast, and we don't know once the door is closed or they are out of the house, we don't know what they are up to. So, when I decided to speak to my son about、um, the birds and the bees, I said, I know、um, that、uh, the first exposure to, 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 to sex is to get to know women. And then you want to explore them, hold hands, you know, those little, little things. That eventually will lead to the thing.、Mm. Mm-hmm. So I、mm-hmm. told him that、um, I don't want someone to be knocking at my door、yep. telling me that, Auntie, I'm pregnant with your son's 
child. So those are the things that I wanted to address before anything were to happen. To be honest right. with you, my son was very, very upset when we start, when I started this conversation. Upset how though? Upset because he was embarrassed or upset because he, he just didn't want to have the conversation? He was upset because what did he do to deserve this conversation? All right. <laughs> All right. So it was seen as punishment to him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's be honest, for us all Asians, sex is a taboo. You do mm-hmm. not talk mm-hmm. about sex with your parents. So at that point, did you find out what he had already knew or was he completely unaware? He was quite completely unaware. Right. So one day I went into his room and we started talking and then one thing led to another and uh, I decided to pop this question. Because he was already 16, the next year he was already going to do um, his exams and he was going to move out to uni. That's mm-hmm. where the exploration starts. So how did you feel going into this conversation? Were you confident and calm or were you nervous? I was really confident and calm. Let's put oh. it that way. Okay. So you're a your, woman your, with a plan. Yeah, your single-minded purpose was to, I guess, provide him with information whether he likes it or not. Is that it? Yes. My top process was sexual education for the 16-year-olds. Got mm-hmm. it. Do you have any advice for parents who might be listening and are going to embark on that conversation? What would your advice be to starting the conversation? Well, the only thing is at the age of 16, 17, 18, 19, it's time for us to be friends. Hmm. To know who your children's friends are and who they are mixing with. Because that actually, um, you can gauge what kind of person they are. Hmm. Happy-go-lucky, you know, into the exploring stage, into drugs. That's a lot of things. It's a stage where where the world is right now. We have to be cautious of all these things. We have to inform our children what sex is all about, be open to them, uh, correct them in, in, in the process. Sabrina, was this like a one-off conversation or did this start a different level of connection with your son and the first of many conversations? Um, that one was the one and only conversation I had when he was 16. Later, I had another one when he was 19. Actually, mm-hmm. I actually wrote him an email. Okay. Mm. Okay, very modern. <laughs> I actually wrote him an email. I had a few elements that I had actually informed him like about, um, about trust mm. um, and about uh, sex and about uh, adulthood. So it's interesting to me that the second conversation happened over email. I wonder why, if you could tell us why you decided to choose that route instead of a uh, you know, phone conversation or in, in face-to-face. Okay, um, he had um, gone into a college. Ah, uh, okay. And Moved he out. He lived uh, away from us. We only saw him like every three to four months once. Mm-hmm. He was based in a uh, university in Pahang. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't actually get into a full conversation about facts or, or, or about um, other information when, when we meet. So I, I thought that via email, when he reads it, it will be at his pace, at his time. Mm. And I wanted him to really sit down and understand. I think that's brilliant, actually. You know, an email or a letter gives the person a space to process what's being said and think about things before having that, you know, the follow up conversation. So that's that's a good tip for parents. Well, that's not actually a benchmark or a yardstick to do everything in in parenting. I'm sure the both of you would agree with me. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's a, it's, it was a medium that worked for you. Um, mm. My question would be, did it facilitate a follow-up conversation? Did he, was he appreciative or was this a, why are you doing this again, mom? <laughs> yeah, 
later, at a later stage after the first conversation and the second email, and uh, when he later in part, uh, later that part, he actually told me, he said, uh, I'm glad we had um, that uh, that window of conversation and that, that email that you have shared because it had taken me a, a different route in a lot of things. Oh, wow. and, and I'm glad I actually did that. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like yeah. your goal was met. Nicely done. <laughs> You're not too bad. He didn't turn out too bad after all. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much, Sabrina. You're welcome. And let's talk about sex. Nothing quite like getting it straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Oh, it's all about animals, really. The birds, the bees, horses. Oh. <laughs> Joining us is our uh, good friend from our sister station, Mix FM. It's Steve D'Angelo. Okay, Steve, you were a great parent to us when you were actually uh, on light. <laughs> so let's talk about how great you were as a parent to your son. So how did you have the conversation about the birds and bees with Sky? So it started when we noticed that he was kind of developing in that sense of the word. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we figured um, it's about time for us to have that discussion. It all started with armpit hair. La. Okay. Context-wise, mm-hmm. age, age was Okay, about... so this was a year and a half ago. So he was not yet 11 okay. at that point. Now he's 12 already um, as of, you know, two weeks ago. So... Starting puberty, basically. Basically. And mm. we noticed, you know, obviously armpit hair was one of the precursors. And then we realized, okay, look, we have to start talking to him. I mean, we've always had the conversation where as a boy, you need to be respectful of women. You need to do all that stuff. And, you know, if, if no means no. And we've always had that imprinted in him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now it was to take it to the next level and to start sure. talking about the birds and the bees, which was the most awkward conversation we've ever had oh, wow. um, with our kid. And and we have tons of conversations, open conversations about various things from, uh, you know, like his parentage to my background to mm. his mom's background. And and these are conversations that you generally wouldn't have with someone so young, but mm-hmm. um, and, and neither are they interested in it because they just want to play right all right. the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But in my son's case, he was developing and he's developing quite fast, and I think that's one of the reasons why we we brought it up to him. Okay. So, Steve, I want to ask: Were you kind of awkward in that conversation because you'd never had that conversation with you know your parents? Okay, so. I had a bit of a messed up childhood. Like when I first realized there was even something different uh, and mm-hmm. I happened to point it out to my mom that time, mm. she just brushed it off and said, nah, lah, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. Just go and, you know, mm. bathe and you'll be fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bathe and, and you'll be fine. Okay. And and I'm, I'm keeping this very PC as I possibly can, but mm-hmm. this is basically talking about when you have those those uh, night dreams and then yeah. you wake up in the morning and, and, and you realize what you have, sure. you mm-hmm. know? Um, and then I told her this and she kind of just brushed it off. So for me, when when we were um, expecting Sky, my wife and I had this discussion and we said, we have to be more open with him because it's that day and age, you know? It's mm. no longer where um, people are going to uh, expect your child to find out things from their schoolmates or their their school. It's not the school's responsibility. It's not your son or daughter's uh, classmates' responsibility to teach your your kid. Mm. Um, it's our responsibility as yeah. parents to kick it off. So that's kind of the reason why when we realized he was developing, we opened up immediately with him, and we we had that conversation. Unlike what our parents did for us, yeah. You know what? I mean, just sharing my own personal experience, I went to an all-boys boarding school. So you can imagine the rubbish I was taught. 
or when, when I say taught, what I mean was information provided to me by peers. <laughs> She's really absolutely the worst and explains a lot about mm. me. But I, I understand uh, the trepidation. So how did you actually broach the subject to begin with? So um, we have a little home studio in our house. So I've got these humongous monitors in my, my studio. And what I did was we put up the body's anatomy, both mm. male and female. Um, we even uh, showed him videos of the various processes that, that happen throughout puberty. And not only did we speak to him about it first, we also gave him visual aids. If you had any questions, if you asked about certain parts, we were able to actually explain it to him better because we had those visual aids available. Right. right. Oh, very good. At the end of it, how did you feel the conversation went? I was super awkward, though. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say I was ready for the conversation. I was not. Did he have questions? He had. He had quite a few questions. He himself was actually quite shy. Okay. Um, and he's like, at the end of it, um, at night, he told his mom, Mom, you know, um, I think you and Dad jumped the gun. It's just a little bit of hair under my armpits. Oh, <laughs> excellent. Okay. Yeah, hair under the mm-hmm. armpits. That's that's really much what I focused on right there in that whole conversation. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> the funny thing is, I never, I don't have a memory of my armpit hair growing. Well, you know what? Now that I uh, am faced with the prospect of having to have this conversation with uh-huh. my son, I'm. I feel like I need. Do I want to look under his arms, or do I just wait for him to tell me? I see. Um, we wait. Yeah. I see, buy a book and just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll be back on Let's Talk About Sex with more conversations with friends who are parents in just a bit. On Let's Talk About Sex today, we're catching up with friends and even a few of our colleagues. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we've spoken to Steve. Mm-hmm. Time to speak to Ika now about how she handled yeah. her birds and the bees chat with her daughter. So, Ika, I'm so, so intrigued. How did you do your birds and the bees talk? I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Uh, it was my husband. Thank you. Next interview. Okay. <laughs> oh, was, was that a strategic decision? No. I'm, just, I'm curious. No, okay. it wasn't. It wasn't. Here's, here's what happened. Now, when I was growing up on my sixth birthday, my mom gave me this book called Where Did I Come From? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a book of, um, you know, illustrated things of a, a man and a woman, how we have different bodies and then how babies come to be. Mm-hmm. So she found that book and I sat down and explained to her and read it to her. Two years later, she decided to go to my husband and ask, Daddy, can you please tell me about the birds and the bees? And it was my husband who actually sat down, uh, got a whiteboard and explained to her. <laughs> yeah, explained to her the ovaries, oh, yeah. fallopian mm-hmm. tube. The egg, the sperm, this is what happened when you fertilize, when it's fertilized, when it's not fertilized, all that. Wow. Yeah. And then you showed know, videos mm. of her, of, of, of the whole process as well, a reproduction and all that, on, you know, from YouTube so she could understand. How old was she at this She point? was seven. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You know what strikes me about this? What? So much is that you obviously have a, a child and you've obviously been communicating with this child that felt safe enough to go to dad Mm -hmm. in this case and go, can you explain this to me? Um, Which I think is actually a phenomenal kind of parenting tick. Well, thank you. Because I've been wondering about that. You know, because every time I tell people that, you know, this is how my daughter finds out, Mm-hmm. They they raise their eyebrows and hmm. said, "Why would she go to her dad? It's like the, the the biggest thing that you should not do is to to ask to your you know your father. A girl should but never ask really? her father. <laughs> yeah, 
but she's not going to her parent, right? It's exactly. not going to dad instead of mom. It's like, I'm going to this yeah. parent right yeah. now. And I think the most important thing is for you to approach it, you know, and talk to her like it's a it's a serious matter. Not giggle and say, okay, okay, enough. Huh? Don't ask anymore because you're still very young. Yeah. Because a lot mm. of parents seem to think, and a lot of my friends I'm seeing this, saying, well, you know what? They're, they're grown now. Kids these days are very different. They'll find out themselves. And that shouldn't be the way because there's so many distorted information out there. Oh, yeah. And they Absolutely. need to know it from you yeah. because they need to not have the wrong idea of it. So uh, we are talking about sex today. We've been speaking to a group of our friends who are parents uh, about their experiences of having the chat or the first chat or maybe the fifth chat with their child uh, about the birds and the bees and what their approach to mm. it was, right? Yeah. So I think we ought to share a little bit of, you know, how we are planning on approaching it or doing it. Well, I'm so happy that we've had this opportunity to listen to pretty much everyone share mm-hmm. their opinions. I feel like I'm armed with a little bit more because I don't honestly know when I was going to plan to have that chat with my right, son. Yeah. When I went to school, I got all my information from my friends, which is a really bad idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no internet. Um, there was no sex education in school. Right. I didn't have that conversation with my parents. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just kind of learned along the way, made a lot of mistakes. And, you know, I wish I could have gone back in time and changed things. So now I know the responsibility is purely on me. Right. I really don't think my son's going to come up to me and tell me how long his uh, armpit hair is. That's, that's not going to happen. <laughs> or even ask you a, open a question that would allow you to have that. Right. I think, yeah, you're right. The conversation has to be started by you. Yeah, I think mm. that's it. I do like the idea of having a book introduce the thing, though. Uh-huh. To begin with, I think yeah. that's probably a good way to start. Mm-hmm. What about you? What are you going to do? I started having the conversation actually oh, yeah. um, when he was very young mm-hmm. about his body and consent, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you've actually done indirectly, not well, knowing you. Not so much about him, but more about how he needs to be around uh, girls, around women, um, and being respectful of, of that space. Uh, yeah, I do need to have that chat about his personal space as well. Right, yeah. So I kind of have been having that sort of chat and we've had a couple of conversations. Um, someone gave me some advice quite a while ago and said, do the conversations incrementally mm. and do it at a level where they understand it. But most importantly, give them the power to say, all right, I've heard enough. Give oh. them the power to to okay. say, this is my boundary. So yep. there's a word they can use. And it's like, okay. So my son is like, all right, enough. Mm, and mm, I don't mm. go any further. And then we go further or maybe in a different direction the next time. So that was uh, something that stood me in good stead, I think, so far. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to Google Calendar invite him in there. <laughs> and just, it'll show up on his phone. You're set a meeting, are you? Yeah. Monday, this is what we're covering. <laughs> the birds. Yeah. Tuesday, it's and. <laughs> yeah, he's going to reply. As long as he goes, maybe or yes, we're good. <laughs> and that's that.